Father, we just thank you for your word today, God. And we just pray, Father, right now, God, as, as we learn what the importance of praise and worship is, God. Father, it's not just something that we do for a few minutes on Sunday morning. But God, we just thank you, Lord, that your word does not return void. God, we walk out of here better than when we walked in. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, y'all ready? Ezekiel chapter 28, verse 11. Verse 11, verse 11, let's go. Amen when you're ready. All right. Moreover, the word of the Lord came to me saying, verse 12, Son of man, take up lamentation for the king of Tyre and say to him, thus says the Lord. Now, I want to say this to you because sometimes when you read the Bible, you have to really understand the setting. Come on, somebody. Okay, four of you understand that. When you read the Bible... You have to really understand the setting. If you open this, you'll, you'll see the heading uh, on your Bible. You'll see the heading, and it says that it's a letter to the king of Tyre. Lamentation for the king of Tyre, all through uh, chapter 27 and 28. But if you read this, and you study this out, okay? And, and if you, you know, in your study Bible, Adrian Rogers has a really great study Bible that, that, that talks about what this is. And what he's saying is he's talking about that it's the power behind the throne. And this is actually, right, this is actually a saying that it's a letter to the king of Tyre, but this is really talking about Lucifer. Okay, amen, amen. So what Ezekiel is really, is really talking about here is he's talking about Lucifer when he was in heaven. His name means light bearer. Everybody say light bearer. It means light bearer. Um, Lucifer, he was one of the three archangels. He was, it was Michael, Gabriel, and then Lucifer, the light bearer. And this is what he says. This is what Ezekiel says. He says, you were the seal of perfection. Look at this. I want y'all to understand this with me. He said, you were the seal of perfection. And can I tell you, full of wisdom and perfect in beauty, Lucifer, Satan, was perfect. Are y'all following me? He was perfect in beauty. He, he, and, 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 and can I tell you, I, I, I would assume he probably still is. I don't think he comes and looks like some horrible demon with red horns and a pitchfork. The Bible says he's perfect in beauty. I would say he probably still is. Amen. Amen. Verse 13, look at this. You were in Eden, the garden of God. Every precious stone was your covering. This is astounding, guys. He had all of these stones right here that were mentioned in here. Look at this right here. All of these stones, the sardis, the topaz, the diamond, the beryl, the onyx, the jasper, the sapphire, the turquoise, the, the emerald with gold. All of these stones were the exact same stones that are in the high priest's breastplate. Okay? You gotta, you, you, these, these stones were the same stones. Listen, Lucifer was in heaven, light bearer. He was the light bearer. He was heaven's worship leader. And he had all of these stones in his created being, in his body. Amen? Lucifer was in heaven. The next part of the verse says this. Listen right here. The workmanship of your timbrels, which are your, like tambourines, um, percussions, Amen. Um, 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 drums. Um, and then it says, and then your pipes, which are wind instruments, trumpets, saxophones, clarinets, anything that takes 
that takes wind, that takes pipes to make sound. Amen? He says, they were all created in you. They were all, all of these were created in Lucifer, everything that has to do. And he says, look at this right here. It says, they were created in you, for you, and prepared for you on the day that you were made. You see what I'm saying? He was heaven's worship leader. And all these things were created for him, right? They were prepared for him on the day he was created. Look at verse 14. You are the anointed cherub who covers. A cherub is a singer. A cherub is an anointed angel singer. Amen. Amen. Y'all wake. A cherub is an anointed angel singer. He said, I established you. You were on the holy mountain of God. You were in the holy of holies. He said, you walked back and forth in heaven in the midst of the fiery stones. You were... He was everywhere. Read Job. He said he was two and four. Heaven, earth. He was, he was perfect. Right? Listen to this. Verse 15. You were perfect in your ways from the day you recreated until iniquity was found in you. Come on. Somebody just said it. Until iniquity was found in you. And I think it's pretty astounding to me. I think it's when you understand that Lucifer was created by God for a divine purpose. Amen. He was created by God for a divine purpose and it was to praise and worship and bring glory to God. Amen. Amen. I'm going to have to get y'all. Lucifer was created by God for one purpose. To worship, to praise, and give glory to God. Amen. Amen. Because that means something. That means something, and I'm going to tell you what that means. Right? That he was created. See, when Lucifer was in, in heaven, I want you to understand that Isaiah 6, it talks about the Lord's glory would fill the temple. And, 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 and it was, t- listen, he, he it said that the, all the angels were standing around singing, holy, 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 and, and the glory of the Lord would fill the temple. Read Isaiah 6. Right? And it would be Lucifer who for centuries and centuries would be leading that worship. Amen. It would be Lucifer who would be there leading the angelic choir. It was unbelievable. He was beautiful. He had these stones in his body and he was the light bearer. And when the light would hit him... These, the, the, the lights would, would go through and, and the light bearer would light up as the glory filled the temple, the Bible says. Amen? This is all Lucifer. That light would shoot through those different colored stones, each one of them stones having a different color. So light would shoot through them. It would be like a kaleidoscope, right? And, and, and it was just the pageantry of, of all the worship to God. And then, and then Lucifer had these stringed instruments inside him that would, that would burst when the glory filled the temple and, would, and he would start playing these, these percussions and the stringed instruments and, and music would just burst out of him. Amen. Percussions, music. Can I tell you, no wonder the enemy uses the arts and entertainment industry. Amen. Y'all missed it. No wonder the enemy uses the arts and entertainment industry because he's the original creator of it. Come on, somebody. You got to listen to some of this stuff. Watch some of this stuff that's going on out there in the world. Let me tell you, the devil is using the arts and entertainment industry huge 
Because he was the original creator of it. He was the original creator of it. Right? It says, they would burst forth into praise and into worship. They would, they would burst forth unto God. And then there came a day. I want you to hear what I'm telling you. I want you to hear what I want to talk to you about this morning. Because there comes a day I want you to understand the devil has not always been a devil. Amen. The devil has not always been a devil. Amen. He has not always been a devil. He used to be Lucifer. He used to be the anointed cherub. He used to be the anointed angel singer. He, listen, there come a day when he chose to become the devil. Amen. And I'm going to show you. But there came a day when he chose to become the devil. Right? There was a precise exact moment where no longer would Lucifer, the light bearer, be the worshiper of heaven, be the worship leader in heaven, but he became the devil. Amen. And when I think about how important praise is, when I think about how important worship is, how that when Lucifer was cast out of, out of heaven, that you took his place. Amen. That you took his place when Lucifer was cast out of heaven. That's why the, 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 the high priest has the same stones on his breastplate because when he goes into the Holy of Holies, he, we took Lucifer's place. Amen. You are the worship leaders in heaven. And that's a great place for you to shout. You've got to understand that. That you took his place. Right? The high priest that says had them because, because we're Satan's replacement. We are Lucifer. We're the light bearer's replacement. When we sing, when we worship, when we praise. Listen, when we speak praise to God, when we thank God, when we give him honor, when we give him glory, we are literally taking Lucifer's place. And I'm so thankful today that he who the Son sets free is free indeed. Amen? Come on. I am so thankful for that today. That he whom the Son sets free is free indeed. That we are liberated. That we are set free. But listen, but we are here for a purpose. God did not just save us to save us. God did not just save us to save us. We are here for a purpose. Amen. As a matter of fact, the Bible says in 1 Peter 2.9, you are a chosen generation. You are a royal priesthood. Come on. You are a holy nation. Where y'all at? You are a peculiar or a special people in the earth. Who's he talking to? Who's he talking to, guys? The people who have been washed and cleansed and saved by the blood of Jesus Christ. Amen. That's who he's talking to. You are a chosen generation. You are a royal priesthood. You are a holy nation. He's talking to people who have been saved, who have been washed and cleansed by the blood of Jesus Christ. Amen. And then he says, here's why. Here's why. You're chosen. You're royal. You're holy. You're a peculiar people. He said that you should show forth praises of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Y'all should be shouting right now. That is why you have been saved. You are chosen. You are royal. You are holy. You are special. Why? Because you need to show praise to him who called you out of darkness into marvelous light. That's why. 
That's why y'all missed it. Here's why. Because you got to show praise. That's not just some figure of speech, y'all. That's not just some figure of speech. That's not what he's saying. He said there's one purpose for which you have been saved. Now that you are saved. He said there's one purpose for you have been saved. And that is in whatever, anything you do in this world, that you are to give praise to God. Amen. No matter what you do, in your business, in your home, in your church, in your ministry, in your family, no matter what it is, you are to give praise, honor, and glory to God. Amen. And that's why you have been saved, that you may show forth praises unto him who has called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Rousing applause. I appreciate that. In other words, what he is saying is for this cause that you would show forth his praise. Praise is our purpose. Do you see that? Do you see that? Praise is our purpose. Praise is our purpose. We were raised to praise. Come on, somebody. We were raised to praise. God brought you back from death to life. He resurrected your dead body. He resurrected you so you could give him praise. Amen. You were raised to praise. And it says in Psalm 150, verse 6, let everything that had breath, what? Come on. Come on. Y'all better wake up this morning. I'm done with this. It says let everything that has breath this morning. What do you got to do? You got to praise the Lord. I don't hear you praising this morning. Let everything that has breath. Praise the Lord. Listen, do you know that in the book of Genesis chapter 2, God picked up dirt and breathed into the nostrils of man and made him a living being? Amen? And then before Jesus left on a cloudy elevator to heaven, look at John 4, 24. Look here, or John 20, 22, I'm sorry. Before he left on a cloudy elevator and went to heaven, the Bible says that he breathed on them. Come on, y'all. And he said, receive the Holy Spirit. In other words, the Holy Spirit ain't nothing but the breath of God, y'all. So what he's saying in Psalm 150, let everything that hath breath, that has the breath of God in them. Am I looking at a bunch of people that's got the breath of God in them? Huh? He said in Psalm 150, everything that has the breath of God in it, let him praise the Lord. I only seen about five of you praising. I don't know who y'all are, but if you got breath in you, you better praise the Lord in here. Amen. Because that's what he said. Woo. In other words, guys, listen. The Holy Spirit is nothing less than the breath of God. And what he was saying is let everything that has the breath of God in it, those who have been redeemed, those who have been set free, those who have been saved, let them praise God. Amen? Let them praise the Lord. Amen. Now, if you don't have the breath of God in your soul, you just go ahead and sit there. You just go ahead and sit there. But if you have the breath of God, that means let everything that has breath give him praise. Amen. I'm alive today. I'm saved today. I'm satisfied today. Come on, give him some praise this morning. Give him some praise this morning. You forgot how lost you were. You forgot how far gone you were. Amen. Come on, y'all. You forgot. You need to give him some praise. You better give him some praise. <laughs> Woo!
forgot how messed up. Forgot how addicted you were. You forgot how, how broken you were. Amen? Can I tell you, he reached down his hand for me. To God be the glory. To God get all the praise. Come on, y'all. And can I tell you, as long as I have breath, I'm going to praise him. How about you? How about you? As long as I have breath, I'm going to praise him. Hallelujah. We were justified to glorify. We were liberated to love him. Come on, he took that crack pipe out of your hand so you could clap for him. Come on, y'all. Amen. You were liberated to love him. Come on, y'all. Praise him. Shake those shin shackles off your feet. Amen. You used to dance like a wild person in the club. Now you want to sit there like a wooden Indian in church. Come on, y'all. Get them sin shackles off your feet. My God, every once in a while, you ought to get up off your blessed assurance and give him a shout of praise because he deserves a standing ovation. He deserves a standing ovation. Get up off your blessed assurance. Give him some praise in here this morning. Hallelujah. Come on. I feel the Lord in this place. Come on. We ain't crazy. We ain't crazy. They're crazy. We're crazy for Jesus. We're crazy for Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. They can get loud in a ball game. We can get loud for Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. We get loud for Jesus. Are there any liberated people at Restoration Church? Huh? Are there any free people at Restoration Church? Come on. Give him a praise of freedom. the noise. It's the sound of freedom. Woo! It's the sound of freedom. Hallelujah! Woo! Glory to God. Listen, you can sit down or you can stand up. I don't care. Don't make no difference to me. Listen, we've been washed to worship. Amen? We've been washed to worship. We've been redeemed to rejoice. We've been delivered to dance. Come on, somebody. Woo! We've been set free to sing. Where y'all at this morning? We got any happy free people in here? <laughs> Glory to God. I'm going to tell you. Woo! Ah. You know what? I'm going to stand up here this morning, and I am here to defend my brother right there in old-fashioned worship. You hear me? I'm here to stand up and defend old-fashioned worship up in here. Hallelujah. Yes. Where we unapologetically start getting the fire burning in us. Come on, and when you're born in the fire, you can't live in the smoke, baby. You got to get up and praise the Lord. Hey, I'm telling you, you got to get it. Oh. Come on, people can make fun of it all they want to. People can belittle it all they want to. But I tell you, when they find out what we're shouting for, they're going to start shouting too. I promise you. I promise you. Woo! Woo! They're going to start shouting too. Come on, we don't want a dead church. We don't want a dead church. Look around you. Look around you. Come on. Nah, you ain't doing it. You better look around you. Because all around you are former alcoholics. Former drug addicts, come on. Former jailbirds, former manic depressive, former people who wanted to commit suicide. Go ahead and look around you and look at all the people that Jesus has set free and then tell me you don't want to give him some praise. Woo! 
I'm telling you. Why not give him great praise? That's what we were created for. Amen. I'm trying to behave this morning. I know you brought your neighbor to church. But I just want to tell you, he's worthy of high praise today. Come on. He's worthy of high praise today. I'm sorry if you brought your neighbor to church this morning. Please forgive me. just want to tell you he's worthy of high praise today. Amen. How many of you got a house you don't deserve? Amen. How many of you got a car? Right? Come on, you ought to praise him for You are not praising him less the more he blesses you. You ought not get all uppity when he blesses you. You know what? It ought to humble you. You ought to get on your knees in that brand new house and start thanking God for it. How about that? Come on. That's what you do. You give him praise for it. Man, you don't praise him less when he blesses you more. Amen. I'm good. I got everything. I don't need to praise the Lord no more. He's blessed me right out of church. What? You let the Lord bless you right out of church. You've lost your mind. You ought to bless him more. You ought to praise him more. Come on. Woo! Get down on your knees and tell him, you did it. You gave me everything I have. Right? Can I tell you, as long as I'm alive, there's going to be some shouting going on at this church? Huh? Can I tell you all that? Y'all do whatever you want to when I'm gone. Y'all do whatever you want to when I'm gone. But I'm going to tell you right now, I feel like you one praise away from a breakthrough. Come on, I feel like you might be one hallelujah away from a healing. Amen? Amen? Come on, there's healing in here this morning. You need healing this morning? Start praising the Lord right now. Come on. He's here. Start praising him. He's here. He's here. Start praising him. Start praising him. Your healing is coming. God said anything is possible. He inhabits the praises of his people. He inhabits it. When you praise him, your healing's coming. Amen. Whoo, I'm telling you. You know, Calm down, Pastor. If I were the devil, I would attack praise and worship too. Think about it. That's what he did. That's what he did. Amen? Lucifer wasn't always the devil. See, there was a time when he was the anointed cherub. And then came a moment, listen, where Lucifer decided and he made this announcement in heaven. And he said, I will not worship again. Look at Isaiah 14, 13. I will ascend to heaven and I will exalt myself above the throne of God. Amen? I will exalt myself above the throne of God. I want the praise. I want the worship. It's all about me. I want the adoration. And in that moment, listen what I'm telling you. 
in that moment when Lucifer refused to worship, he became the devil. In that moment, when Lucifer said, I want the praise, I will not worship God anymore. It was in that moment that he went from an angel to a devil. You know what keeps you in a heavenly atmosphere? Praise. It's the only thing. It's the only thing that keeps you in a heavenly atmosphere. It's worship. We think it's something small. We think it's something that we do at church for 20 minutes in the morning. But can I tell you, if you ever learn the secret of praising the Lord in the good times and praising the Lord in the bad times, come on, y'all, worshiping him, singing to him, like Ephesians 5.19 says, singing songs, making melodies in your heart, singing spiritual songs. If you ever learn how to praise him in the good times and the bad times, I promise you, you might be in a valley, but you won't stay there. You praise your way up out of it. Amen. God, if you could ever get that, that this ain't worship while everybody's watching you on Sunday morning. If you ever get it, worship has gotten us. I'm going to tell you, we've been through a lot in our life. And worship has gotten us through everything we've ever faced and everything we've ever fought. Every demon, I'm telling you, Every demon and every devil that tried to steal, kill, and destroy our family, we put on the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. I'm telling you right now, there ain't nothing in this world that we would have ever made it through if it was not for God's grace and the worship. Amen. I'm telling you, I'm here to tell you that life will beat you down, life will kick you in the teeth, and life will bloody you up. But I'll tell you what Paul and Silas teach us, y'all. I'll tell you what Paul and Silas teach us. They teach us that as long as we've got a praise left, that as long as we've got a breath left, they took a beating. But they said, as long as we got a praise left, we're going to praise ourselves right up out of this prison. That's what Paul and Silas teaches us. That no matter what, you still got to praise. He said, you will see the goodness of God in the land of the living. Have you still got a praise in here? Have you still got a praise left? I don't care what you're going through. I don't care how you're bleeding. I don't care how you're broken. If you still got a praise, you will see the goodness of God in the land of the living. Amen. I'm telling you, you'll praise your way right out of it. You see, <clears throat> there's something powerful. And I want you to catch this. Lucifer was heaven's choir director. He was the worship leader in heaven. The Bible says until iniquity was found in him. Right? He was dismissed. He was demoted. And he was admonished from the throne room of God forever. And when you and I sin in Jesus, come on, God puts on skin and he come down and was stretched out on a cross. And he carried and bled on that thing for us so he could pave the way for us to get back in right standing with God. Amen? But when Lucifer sinned, but when Lucifer sinned, God said, you are banned from the throne room forever. I will never allow you back. There's no way. There's no way back. Why? 
what did he do that was so horrible? Did he kill and mass murder people? No. Pride, self-exaltation, and rebellion. But you got to understand this. Pride, self-exaltation, and rebellion. That was the inner sin. That was the inner sin. But the outward manifestation, come on y'all. The outward manifestation of the pride and self-exaltation was refusal to worship. You're not following me. You guys aren't following me. Pride and exaltation was the outward manifestation of I refuse to worship you anymore. I refuse to worship. See, worship is not this out here. It's what you do right here. Amen? <laughs> worship is what's on the inside. If you don't have any worship on the inside, do you really even have anything? I'm serious. I'm serious. Because the more you have going on on the inside the more our outside wants to express it. Come on. You're angry, you're mad, you're bitter, you want to express it. The more you got going on on the inside, the more your outside wants to express it. Amen? So I want you to understand the manifestation of the sin that cast Lucifer out of heaven was pride, self-exaltation on the inside. And a refusal to worship on the outside. You see that? And when he stopped worshiping with that attitude. Because I want to tell you something, guys. Listen. <laughs> the Bible says, when he had that attitude. The Bible says in John 4, 24. says that God is spirit and those who worship him should worship him in spirit and truth. And I want to tell you something right now. And this is good. I want you to understand this because right now, God is seeking those. Listen, I've sought the Lord. I've sought God. But I'm going to tell you there's a way you can reverse it. Because the Spirit of God is seeking worshipers right now. Come on, y'all. The Spirit of God is seeking worshipers right now. All around here, you can reverse it. He is looking for you. And those who worship Him must worship Him in Spirit and truth. Can I tell you that's what David got a hold of? Amen. When his wife, Mikkel, was watching him out the window, and she says, you look like a fool down there dancing all crazy. You're a king. You got a Mercedes chariot over there. You're embarrassing me in front of my country club friends. You're an idiot. You're down there dancing like a fool. And David said, Mikkel, I love you, sweetheart, but I ain't dancing for you. He said, I love you, sweetheart. But I'm dancing for the one who brought me from a pasture to a palace. He said, I'm dancing for the one who gave me a bear skin and a lion's head. Matter of fact, I'm dancing for the one who gave me a giant's head. He said, I'm dancing for the one who brought me out of nowhere. He said, I ain't dancing for you. See, that's what he got a hold of. And can I tell you, David even had some sins in his life. He had some horrible failures in his life. 
Amen. But he never lost the inside heart. Amen. Can I tell you that God can deal with your outside weaknesses? God can deal with your outside sin, but when your heart ain't in it, he can't do nothing. Amen. <laughs> he can deal with your outside weaknesses if your heart's right. But if your heart ain't right, listen, I'm almost done. I'm almost done. I got a few more minutes left, and I'm using every daggum one of them. Tell y'all, y'all ain't shortchanging me today. They ain't shortchanging me, Josh. Hey, listen. I'm going to give you three points to close up this sermon. Y'all ready? Y'all ready? I'm just getting started. What I want you to see this, listen, guys, listen. When Lucifer was cast out of heaven, one-third of the angels went with him. Amen? They are now demonic powers. But some of them, the Bible says, were cast into a compartment of hell. And it's all in the book of Jude. I want you to look at this in, in verse 6. Jude chapter 1, verse 6. Well, it's only got one chapter. Verse six. It says, And the angels which kept not their first estate, that was that of worship. It says, The angels which kept not their first estate, they to worship. It says, They left heaven, they left their own habitat. And it says that he has reserved them in everlasting chains under darkness until the day of judgment. Right? And then Peter tells us the same thing. I want to look at this in, in 2 Peter 2.4. As Jude is telling us that God did... A third of the angels went with Lucifer that are now demonic forces, but they're not all... And, and here's what Peter said. For God did not spare the angels who sinned, listen, but cast them down to hell... And then delivered them into chains of darkness to be reserved for judgment. That's where they are. They're down there in a compartment of hell until judgment day. So by example of what happened to the angels that were cast out, three things happened to people who refused to worship. Amen. This is important. Number one, it says they kept not their first estate, which was, which was that of worship. And they were cast down. They were cast down to hell. They were cast down. When people don't worship, they get down. They get down. They get cast down. They start feeling down. Amen. If you're in a valley, you have to learn to praise your way out of that valley. You don't have to live down. You don't have to live depressed. That is not what God's... Come on, y'all. You have to learn to praise. Listen. You got to learn to praise your way out of that valley. I've got things that if I think about them, they'll depress me. I've got things in my life that if I chew on them and stew on them, they're going to depress me. They're going to make me feel bad and, and they'll just take over my mind. Listen, I can have a whole bunch of victories going on all around me. But then the devil will get in my ear and he'll say, yeah, but that should steal your joy. Yeah, but that should depress you. Yeah, but that should. Amen. When people refuse to worship, they get down. Listen, the devil tell you that should make your heart heavy. But I want to tell you, if the enemy is trying to get you down, all you got to do is open your mouth and say, I will continually praise the Lord. I will praise the Lord. His praises will be continually in my mouth. Amen. You'll get down if you don't worship. The second thing, listen, that happens, people who refuse to worship, they get down. And secondly, the Bible says this. <clears throat> look, at, look at this scripture in, in, in 2 Peter 2, 4. It says they were bound in chains. They were cast down 
And then they were bound in chains. You get down, and then you get bound. Amen? Usually people who don't praise the Lord and worship much, they end up getting bound. Here's what happens. You don't praise, and you get down. Got to understand me. Because you, 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 you get down, and when you get down, because listen, everybody goes through down times. Everybody goes through rough seasons of attack. And, and listen, and if you don't learn how to, how to praise the Lord, you'll, you'll get down. And when you get down, then you'll start going back to things that God's already set you free from. And then you get bound. And then you get bound. You get down. You get down, you'll get cast down, and then you'll start going back to things that God has already set you free from, and then you end up bound. Who am I talking to? You know what I'm trying to tell you. You end up, listen, the Bible says it's like a dog that goes back to its vomit. The Bible says if you clean a house and the demon leaves, if he comes back and he finds it swept and clean, but not filled up, it comes back seven times worse. Amen. It says, and then the state of that man was worse than the beginning. You have to stay full of Jesus. You have to stay full of the Holy Spirit. You have to stay full of worship. Worship is the key because that's God's address. Amen. That's God's address. He inhabits the praises of his people. So they were cast down. They're bound. You know, you're just getting bound up now. Right? Right? You're just getting bound up. You're picking up stuff that God set you free from. Can I tell you, will you turn that into worship? Amen. Proverbs 24, 16 says this. It says, a righteous man falls seven times and rises again. It didn't say an unrighteous man. It didn't say an unrighteous man. A righteous man. Listen, the time to worship God. I want you... If you're doing something wrong and you're looking at something you shouldn't have looked at, you smoked something you shouldn't have smoked, you went somewhere you shouldn't have went, you've done something you read, I don't care. That is not a time to turn away from God. That is a time that you need to be going to the house of God even more. You need to be praising even more. Amen. You need to plead the blood even more because you were never holy because of what you did or didn't do anyway. Amen. Gosh, can I tell you what you put your mind on is what you become like. If a righteous man, not an unrighteous man, listen, I'm almost done. If a righteous man falls seven times, how do you know he's righteous? Why? So y'all guess didn't realize how righteous you were, did you? I guess you didn't realize how righteous you really were, huh? seven times. Four of them got it. The rest of them will get it on the way home. You'll think about that on the way home. You didn't realize how righteous you were. Amen. And then the last thing is so important. Last thing is so important. I want you to see this. If we don't worship, this story teaches us in Jude. This story teaches us in Peter. Amen. If we don't worship, because Lucifer refused to worship. And he said, I'm not going to praise God anymore. I'm done. And one out of three angels joined him. 
one out of three angels joined him. Amen? If you don't worship, you encourage somebody else not to worship. And it might be your children. If you don't worship, you encourage other people not to worship. And it might just be your children. Wasn't that cool? That our kids get to see us worship? Do you know how important worship is? I hope I'm not up here sweating for nothing. I hope you understand. You encourage other people not to worship. Have your kids ever seen you suppress self-exaltation and pride and say, you know what, I'm not ashamed to praise the one who stretched out and died on a cross for me, who bled out for me so my sins could be forgiven. Have you ever done that with your kids? Have you ever showed your children? And the lesson of Lucifer is not only did he fall by not worshiping, but he caused others not to worship. Not only did he fall by not worshiping, but he caused others not to worship. So I'm going to ask you, all around this room, remember what I just said. If you run for the exit, if you run for the exit, there might be three others who choose not to worship with you. Amen? We fight that one every Sunday. We fight that one every Sunday, guys. At the most critical moment, souls are literally being snatched out of the fire and people get up and walk out. Casual Christians that want to get to the buffet first. Amen. Just being your pastor, I have a license to do this. I'm just being your pastor. just being your pastor amen I love you all I love you I mean that we love you well then you are not be so long winded pastor I know I get it I'm sorry <laughs> sorry stop talking to me. I agree but doesn't he deserve our very best this morning doesn't he deserve our very best this morning. Amen. Come on, y'all. Stand to your feet this morning. Stand to your feet with me this morning. And listen, I want to tell you this. If you got to leave, you're fine. I'm not going to beat y'all up anymore. But I want to tell you right now, I don't care how you worship. I don't care if you worship with your hands up. I don't care if you worship with your hands down. I don't care if you worship with your eyes closed. I don't care if you dance in place. It does not matter to me. But we are going to worship the Lord. Amen. Can we worship Him this morning? Can we worship Him this morning? Would you lift your voice this morning? Lift your voice to Him. Give Him your personal praise with your breath. Come on. Thank Him. Thank Him. Give Him some praise.